Good morning. So what, what is Yom Kippur? What is Yom Kippur? What is Yom Kippur all about? Yes. Um, so let's talk about a little Yom Kippur very quick. Just so we should have some perspective. Yes, I don't tell you that. That's why you ask. Um, yes, didn't ask for honey cake. And Yom Kippur. In order that you shouldn't have to ask for anything the rest of the year. Can I please ask money? Yes. Um, so what is Yom Kippur? So there's a famous debate about... We know Yom Kippur is all about being forgiven for our sins, a day of atonement, we're white, right? We're fresh, we're like angels, we're pure. That's, that's the goal. And we, still, we have literally a fresh year starting after Yom Kippur. Um, so, what, uh, but there's a big debate of how one becomes forg- how one gets forgiven for their sins. Amachloika is between the Chachamim and Rabbi. That the Chachamim say that a person is only, Yom Kippur only works if you actually do tshuva. You have to actually on your own do tshuva. That means take regret, remorse for your sins, feel bad about it, take uh, good, re- good decisions for the future, and then Yom Kippur works. Yom Kippur will, for, will forgive for you, will atone for you. The Rabbi holds that even without tshuva, even if someone does not do tshuva, comes Yom Kippur, they're clean, they're fresh, they're forgiven for their sins. That's the Machlekes. Um And the Halacha actually is like the Chachamim. That you need to do tshuva. If you don't do tshuva, you're not forgiven for your sins. But from this debate, we see something very interesting. We see that there's two aspects here. There's tshuva and there's Yom Kippur. We know tshuva is all year, all year round, right? But even, even it's explained that even according to the Chachamim, that you need tshuva to, to be forgiven for your sins, there's still something about Yom Kippur which is unique which you don't have the rest of the year. Here? <laughs> there's something about Yom Kippur that you don't have the rest of the year. There's an opinion that holds that even if someone doesn't do tshuva, Yom Kippur forgives for them. Just the day, the day of Yom Kippur. Yeah. That's not the halacha. If you fast, yeah, only if you fast. Only if you fast. Yeah. If you don't fast, then it doesn't work. Not, not specifically. Fasting is not, not necessarily tshuva. Tshuva means you regret. and you... Your car is dirty. You just hurricane. Your car gets wet. It's all clean. By default. So by default, you're G. You're lucky. Okay, it's a good, it's a good example. Very good. So what does this mean? What is this idea of Yom Kippur? There comes a day of Yom Kippur and we're forgiven for all our sins. What is it? So... To understand this, there's three different um, parts of the connection between a Jew and God. I'll go through this very quick, and it's a beautiful insight and thought. Three different uh, levels to the connection of a Jew and God. One level is almost like an uh, employee and a boss, almost like uh, um, someone that, that we're working for God, so to speak. There's certain tasks we have that God wants us to do, and that creates our relationship. We accept God as being our boss. That's what we do with Shoshana, right? We accept God as being the person that, the, that could command us what to do. He gives us things to do, and we have to follow, follow the, the agenda, which is basically all the mitzvahs and averas, things we could do and things we're not supposed to do. That's one form of a relationship and connection with God. Obviously, as soon as someone does something wrong, they already ruin that relationship. They ruin that part of the relationship. So the fact that... When the per- because this level of a relationship with God is based on your actions. It's, a very low, it's the lowest level of relationship with God. But there is such a level where our relationship with God is that He gives us things to do and we've got to do them. That's the lowest level. Kabbalah is the lowest level of relationship with God. Now, 
Obviously, from the fact that we have the option to do tshuva, means that there's a deeper relationship. Because the whole idea of tshuva is that if you do something wrong, you're still able to, to keep your connection. Right? So there's a much deeper level of a connection with God, a much deeper relationship. Which is that we're so connected with God that even when we do something wrong, and we go against Him, so to speak, we're able to reach to a place, we're able to reach a place where it doesn't matter the fact that we did something wrong, and we're able to fix it. We're able to reach a place to show that we're still connected, we're still in this relationship, even though we did something wrong. That's what tshuva is. So tshuva takes us to that next step, the deeper relationship. Now there's even a deeper relationship than tshuva. Because tshuva is already an effort. Tshuva is something you have to do. And tshuva is something where there's different forms of tshuva. We know it's discussed in Gemara, discussed all over in Allah, different for the tshuva me'ava, tshuva me'ira. There's, um, there's tshuva where your sins turn into um, mistakes, and there's right, right, where your right, sins right. turn into zachis, right, into merits. Right away. Yeah, there's some tshuva that happens right away, some tshuva that takes time. It says, there's a b'raisa, the gerasa tshuva, the altar starts, the gerasa tshuva of Tanya. But the, the point is that there's, the tshuva is already something that, um, that, is, that is, requires action. It's not natural. There's a much deeper relationship that we have with God, which is beyond anything that we'll do, and doesn't even need tshuva. Tshuva means that what you did wrong impacted your relationship. There's a, there's a level of a relationship that we have with God where nothing that we do can impact our relationship. It's a natural connection that we have, which is within our blood, within our nature, that nothing can take it away from us. And it's all, I mean, the best example we have for this, there's no better example we do have. The best example we have is a father and a son. Because a father and a son, no matter what the child will do, there'll still be this DNA, natural connection that he has with his father. That you can never take away from him. What? Unconditional love. Unconditional love, yeah. Not, not necessarily do you always feel it. Not necessarily is it always open. But the, it exists. This is the deepest type of relationship we have with God. So when we do tshuva, we're only reaching step two of relationship. Because it takes action. It takes effort from us. And is dependent on us doing tshuva. Right? So yes, we can rectify our misdeeds. We can correct the things that we did wrong. But it's only, it reaches a place where we need to do tshuva to, to, to reveal that we still have, we're still in this relationship. There's the highest level, the third and highest level, which is revealed on Yom Kippur. One day a year. There's only one day a year where officially this is revealed. Meaning, other days in the year it still exists and we can reach to, to our own work, perhaps. Yom Kippur is the one day a year where it just comes out. And this is why it sparks inside of so many Jews across the world, people that don't go to shul all year, right? It's, it's this sparking. Yom Kippur is this thing where they, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but I saw... Jewish, it's not that Jewish guilt that pops up? I saw that, it, it, you could call it Jewish guilt, but it comes from somewhere. Um, you could, I saw the Lime company, that, uh, that the scooter, the Lime scooter, electric scooter company, wrote on the Twitter that the clothes, the clothes from beginning of Yom Kippur till the end. I don't know if it was a joke, I don't know if the guy's Jewish that owns it, I don't know. But, uh, but in general, it's, uh, Yom Kippur, there's the famous story with uh, is it Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax is the famous pitcher that he uh, took off on Yom Kippur. Yeah, it was a bit, the Rebbe spoke about it. Um, but the point is, Yom Kippur sparks something inside of every Jew because on this day it's just revealed. Achas Pashana, it's one day a year that reveals the achas inside of a person. The part inside of a person which has this natural connection with God. And it doesn't take effort from us. It doesn't take, now, what takes effort from us is to tap into it. And interestingly, we, based on this, we could explain the Machlaikas, Rabbi and Rabbanon, that they both agree that Yom Kippur has this aspect. 
or where the, just the day is something that, that gives us forgiveness, because the day reveals that part where there's no such thing as sin. Sin can't do anything to that relationship. But um, they argue what it takes to reveal that, that part of, our, of the relationship. Rabbanon say, the Chachamim say, in order to reveal that part of our relationship with God, we need Tshuva. Tshuva helps it come out. But once it comes out, yeah, you don't even need the Tshuva. Tshuva is just the prerequisite to help it be revealed. But it exists even without Tshuva. Rabbi holds that even without Tshuva, it's revealed. Um, but that's with the Halach is that it's with Tshuva. But the point is that it exists. And this is what's happening tonight, tomorrow, for the 26 hours. Right, 26 Shemavaya. We say it's 26 hours that we're supposed to fast. Um, we take it in a bit early, take it out a bit late, Kiddush Shavana. Um, but it's the worst. <laughs> the end of the fast, you got to do it. What? <laughs> you Okay, but that's what it is. It's the one day you reveal the essence of a Jew, the essence of our relationship with God. It should come out, and we should accomplish everything we need to accomplish for the year. It should be a great year and uh, a sweet year. Have a great year and great Tim Kipper, meaningful.